This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 16 of our summer road trip, Monday, July 22nd. Today, um, we woke up at Soway's place. His property, more, more so to say. His land. Yeah, and we made some coffee initially, and then we made some pancakes and eggs and just had a pretty relaxing morning. Yeah, just it was a slow out. start to the morning, you know, just relaxing, hanging out, thinking about packing up our stuff, getting our bags ready to go backpack, but there was no real rush. You know, you just know... No rush, no worries. Yeah, so we uh, basically we're heading for the AT today, um, but we just really didn't have a general direction of where we wanted to go or anything. We were relying on Soway to give us a kind of a some direction uh, into the hundred mile wilderness to yeah. go somewhere on the AT. Yeah, cause Soway uh, he. He's through hiked the AT. His property is really close to the AT, so he he knows what he's doing out here. He knows the area really well, so we kind of just let him pick a spot for us to go, basically. Yeah, and originally we were supposed to go about thirty miles in, and do you know about like three to four days? Oh yeah, my my food is packed with three days worth. Yeah, so um, we actually stopped by um, Shah's Hostel, which is one of the oldest ones on the AT. Yep, in Monson, Maine. Yeah, so which is about four miles from Soway's place. And um, we stopped there just to drop our car off because that's where we were going to end up. And then um, we just got to packing our bags on their lawn right there it's a big hiker hostel too so like a lot of people will stay there especially north northbounders that are um kind of making their trek into the hundred mile wilderness there's no resupply spots within the wilderness so you have to go 100 miles without a resupply and they advise you to um, pack a 10 days worth of, you know, supplies. Yeah. When I went into that, uh, that little resupply shop there to pay, um, like they, they had a lot of stuff. There was this one hiker getting like hot chocolate and crackers and ramen and macaroni, like getting everything. It just looked like she was buying her life because they are prepping to go many miles with nothing yeah and there's a lot of people just taking a rest because they're almost near the end i mean they're about i don't know what like 110 miles maybe from katahdin which is the very end yeah yep so if you're northbounding you're i mean most of these people are on month four maybe yeah. Maybe five. Maybe a little bit going yeah. into five, but like not much more than 
four months into it. So um, you think about that. That's a that's a third of a year. Yeah, and you're. Some people are just exhausted and want to break and stay at the hostel. And it's a great place. Like there were a bunch of people that had tents spread out on the lawn. Um, there's also areas where you can get a private room or you could get a shared room, um, depending on how much you want to pay. Yeah. I mean, the cheapest I think was to just rent out their lawn space. I think it was $12 a night to put your tent out on their lawn. And the one thing that they're known for is their all you can eat blueberry pancake breakfast. So it's like nine bucks and you get, um, all you can eat blueberry pancakes you get um, some eggs, and I believe it was sausage. Yeah, and coffee. And coffee, yeah. Local we didn't, coffee. We didn't take part in that, but we've heard from all the hikers that we passed today that it was so good. Yeah, every single hiker going northbound had, had stayed at Shaw's that we've talked to so far. Yeah, and there was even a couple that um, were heading southbound that were... Um, going the same direction we were that were headed there as well um there was the one girl that had kind of rolled her ankle and just wanted to rest up a couple days yeah she was hiking in crocs i mean the first thing i said to her was like whoa you're in crocs like you're going in those she's like yeah i mean my ankle hurt i can't go in anything else this is what i gotta do yeah i think it was too swollen to get into her (laughs) boot or her shoe or whatever she was wearing otherwise so it's just like these through hikers the things that they they go through are just like wow you know i i rely on my support of my hiking boots to hike but then there's a through hiker going in crocs so it just makes you realize you don't always need what you think you need yeah that's true i mean you can kind of make it with Almost anything, I yeah. mean, out there, as long as you have the will to keep going. Um, and that's what we found out with some of the people, too, is um, the one guy we had met later, and we'll talk more about this, I think, in a bit, but, um, I mean, he was heading there just to get rid of his 30-year-old pack, I mean, the one that he had from the 80s, Yeah. Um, and then just hoping to buy something that was a lot lighter and everything but but before we get too into that I mean let's just keep going with how our day went um so (laughs) as we got to the shelter um so I found out that the road he was going to take us down to get to the trailhead yeah (laughs) it cost $15 per person and so we didn't really want to pay that and neither did he so he just chatted we, it up with the people at the hostel, and he kind of figured out where to go. We, yeah, <laughs> we, we started going down a different road, and then... And we were in his van at this time, um, his, yeah. his van that he lives in, so we were basically laying in his bed in the back of his van <laughs> with our backpacks. Yeah, but he made it comfy for us. Yeah. And, um, we got down this one road, and there was a big... It was basically a pond in the middle of the road and he's like yeah i don't think this van's gonna make it down here so we went to route option three (laughs) yeah it was three at this point and And it was always a really bumpy ride in the back of that van yeah it was but i mean we were grateful for the ride oh yeah so we didn't have to do an out and back uh we could just go just one way the whole time yeah and then end up back at our car 
So we get down this road to, um, what was it? Okay, it was the uh, Little Wilson Falls yep. trailhead. And this was like a little spur trail where we had to walk maybe a mile and a half to get to the Appalachian Trail. And so once we got to the Appalachian Trail, we were looking at this guide that Soe had given us. Um, and I was thinking, you know what, there's no shelters between here and, you know, <laughs> where he told us to meet him in a couple days, which was Lehman Brook Shelter. Yeah. He thought it was going to be a couple days for there. Uh, we thought it was going to be a couple days because we didn't really know the area. Nope, nope. And so then... we looked at our thing, and it was probably only about four miles, yeah. five miles, um, we to really Lehman close. Brook Shelter, and that was the <laughs> only one on on the I, the route that we were taking, so... That's where we're at tonight. Yeah, like, at that point, we realized we could hike four miles. Because when he dropped us off, it was only maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So we had plenty of daylight to go, so we hiked on, and we made it to the shelter tonight. And we didn't plan to go that far either, but, you know, we just figured, let's go to the next shelter, and this just happened to be the next shelter. Yeah. So, because <laughs> when Soe dropped us off, he was like, "You, you have, you don't have a very long hike tonight. You'll make it to the shelter in no time." So I'm thinking, like, okay, we got a mile hike, and we'll be at the shelter, whatever shelter this may be. But yeah, <laughs> it happened to be the Lehman Brook shelter. We, I mean, messaged him that hey, we're here, because he had told us earlier to tell him when we're there, because then he and Maya, his dog may come and just either spend the night or hike in with us the next morning. So we messaged him, and he doesn't get service on his property, so he didn't actually see it till the next day. Yeah. He has to drive into town to get any service, so us messaging him really wasn't helpful at that point. But we figured, hey, why not? Like, maybe he'll maybe he'll see it. <laughs> um. So anyways, yeah, we messaged him and yeah he never showed up tonight so i'm guessing he didn't see it yeah but the shelter's uh it's a pretty basic shelter you know it's like a lean-to three sides um really basic and we kind of think it's basic because it's so close to the hostel that not a lot of people stay at this shelter yeah it's only about a three mile hike from this shelter to um highway 15 which is like the main road and then it's only like a couple more miles down to the hostel yeah um so it's really yeah it's basic like basic in the fact that like their trail book didn't even have like a little mailbox holder for it it was just a book sitting in a ziploc bag and most shelters at least have this little trail box holder for them so when we first got there, I was like, wow, they don't even have a trail book at this shelter. Yeah, like a log book where you can kind of write in, check in yeah. that you're at the shelter. And, and I always get really excited to write in those books because I like reading what people wrote. I like writing a little message from us. So yeah. I was a little sad for a minute, but then we found the book. Yeah, so we found the book and you wrote a little something in there. Yep. As we were cooking dinner. 
And then we, uh, and then the guy that we had mentioned earlier, um, I think his name was Boomer. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And he was, he was through hiking the whole thing. And he was going southbound. Southbound. So he had, he had just, just started, it was basically. His first, uh, no, he had Not been out. First day. He had been out for a few weeks. That's yeah, yeah. That's right. He'd been out for a little while, and yeah, he said he was putting. He put in a twenty-five mile day. Yeah. Because and... we had seen him earlier <laughs> at the top of a mountain. And he asked for Gatorade. And yeah, he asked us for some Gatorade. He goes, "You have any Gatorade for sale?" And fortunately, we did not. But you offered him Crystal Light. Yes, once we got to the shelter, I said, oh, we saw you on the trail. Uh, We don't have Gatorade, but I can give you Crystal Light. And he was very thankful thankful for that because he was just, he was so dehydrated. Yeah, he said he wasn't really eating much. And yeah, you could tell he was, um, he was a bit dehydrated. And he said that once he got that Crystal Light, he just downed a whole liter of water, yeah. like, with the crystal light mixed Right, in. because his water filter wasn't working either, he said. So all the water he was drinking just tasted like dirt. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't remember that part, but yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he was dehydrated because it was, like, just tasting terrible. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, yeah, it's important to, you know, even <laughs> even if you drink all the water on the trail that you can, like, you still have to get your electrolytes, too, so I think... That's a little bit why he was asking for some Gatorade, yeah. and that's what one of the guys at the hostel said before we left, too, was, you know, stay hydrated yeah, and stay keep hydrated. those electrolytes up. And, yeah, they sell it at the hiker hostel as well in the resupply area. I did notice it in their little cooler there, Gatorade. Yeah, so just a little tip, you know, carry either some of the powder or, you know, get yourself a little bit of Gatorade every so often. Just make sure you keep those electrolytes replenished because yeah we were sweating quite a bit just Absolutely. hiking a couple days we did so being out there for you know a few months or even <laughs> a couple weeks yeah yeah you'll like, be losing a lot of those yeah it's a lot but this hiker he was also inspiring because he um had a back spinal spinal surgery of some sort and his doctor and his girlfriend and some of his family had told him like oh you should not go out and hike the AT like you have this back problem and like a year ago he was using a cane to walk just like doing simple walks getting from here to there and so he um just kind of decided he's he's going to be able to do this and he went out and and he's going for it. So that's really inspiring that he has this physical problem that many people think should be preventing him from doing the trail, but he is out here and he's going for it. So I'm super excited for him and look mm-hmm. forward to seeing him finish it. Yeah, and on top of that I he was telling us he was going through just some life changes. Um yeah. in general um that were pretty extreme so i mean going through those um hard times and also just the physical challenges it was very inspiring um to see him out there and just going for it um 
he was also doing it with he was telling us a pack from the 80s yeah. his tent was from the 80s so his pack he was, i think he says like it was it's 50 pounds i think i think yeah he said his whole pack <laughs> his pack weight was 50 pounds yeah and that's crazy like he said his pack alone i think weighed five to six pounds itself just empty <laughs> which is crazy um so yeah he was definitely gonna get rid of that and buy some lighter weight gear once he got into town which i mean yeah if especially if you've had back problems that's, yeah absolutely you're gonna want the lightest thing that you can get especially if you're trying to go like 25 miles a day like he had done yeah today. that's insane but yeah he he's uh he's definitely doing doing it right um you know trying to lighten the load and I don't know if I would advise him going that many miles, especially yeah. if he's dehydrated, but... Right. I and, mean, like, he's still at the beginning of his experience, so I think along the way you live and you learn when you're through hiking. I mean, we've never done it, but I would just think that through hikers live and learn from their own experience, and I would hope that he will learn from his experience, too, and hopefully get a lighter pack within a uh, couple weeks <laughs> yeah i mean it's just the simple fact that he's out there is is yeah. awesome and yeah. like i feel like both of us found it um just very inspiring and um very just awesome that he was out there doing it and sharing his story with us while we were at the shelter with him yeah like yeah we, we both felt that it was something that a very unique experience that I think you don't find many places and you find it a lot on the trail though. We've come to find that like in the I don't know, past couple weeks we've been traveling just on the long trail here, day hiking even. Um just the people that open up and like yeah just kind of share their journey and their experience about why they're out there and what they're doing and people just want to share that with you when you're out there on the trail because everyone has a story to share out on the trail so we inspire you to get out there and share your story about why you are on the trail yeah and hopefully um it doesn't rain on us tonight i guess there was a little bit of rain in the forecast for um the early 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 morning so yeah unfortunately we can't sleep in the shelter because we have daisy we're worried yeah. about late night hikers rolling in and daisy kind of barking at them so we're in the tent just on the hill a ways up from the shelter yeah but it looks like now i mean we'll be back at our car tomorrow yeah. instead of in three or four days, days like we planned but hey you know we'll find something else and um, it's actually been a good hike already so far, so, um, yeah. we'll talk to you guys tomorrow then. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.